What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit of Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. Ooh, watch Whoa. that over the machine. And today we're here, very luckily, with special guest, Tommy. Hello, all you fatamaniacs. It's Tom Molesky. Uh, today you will be calling me Tommy, so we don't get a mix-up. But um, thank you very much for having me on the show. Yeah, dude, thanks for being here, man. And as you find folks know, Cafe to Japan is about two dudes booze. Japan in the news. That's right. And Tom, what episode is this? I believe this is 477. 477, dude. That's two lucky numbers. Really? So you got seven together. 77, that's two. This double luck. Isn't four the, like, the smaller lucky number? Well, actually, a four in Japan is bad luck. Ah, oh, that's right, because like four can, be, four can be read she as in death. Yeah, you're going to probably want to talk yeah. into the mic, yeah, Tom. Sorry about that. <laughs> if you combine the four with one of the sevens, though, you would have 7-Eleven. Mm. That's right. I yeah. guess that's good luck, right? 7-Eleven's pretty good. Tom, did you say that you love 7-Eleven last week? No, I said 7-Eleven has the best sandwiches. It was, remember the fuck, Mary kill? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, so I said I would fuck 7-Eleven because I, it has the best sam- sandwiches, so after a vigorous romping, I hope she'd make me a nice sandwich. Oh, geez. Okay, well, that's good. What's your favorite uh, convenience store, Tommy? You know what? Um, 7-Eleven, I had to say, really upped its sandwich game. I was doing a... a Seen, uh, we were doing a different show at uh, the Beach House with uh, Takashi Umemiya, and um, I had just by chance, fortunately, bought sandwiches from there. And uh, I had to admit, that it was quite an excellent ham and camembert. Oh shit! Okay, well that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a good answer. Thank you. No, no, no. Oh, I, know, I know. I know exactly what he's talking about. That one's awesome. Yeah, cracked pepper. It was very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, for, as far as a conveni- convenience store bought sandwiches, that's basically about as good as it gets. Yeah. yeah. You know what I've been doing recently? Mm-hmm. I've been buying like really cheap, like uh, you know, like when you go to a Seven Eleven, they have that one aisle of all the cheap breads and stuff, like yeah. bread and cheese, bread and like mm-hmm. maybe butter or something like that. I buy one of those, and then I go to the front and I get one of the fried chickens that's already like mm-hmm. greased up or whatever, mm-hmm. and I buy one of those. And I make my own double sandwich nice. and it is absolutely fantastic and it only costs like 250 yen dude and it tastes amazing very nice it's a very nice uh, convenience store hack I think for Japan yeah. maybe that's a, a new segment you should be starting oh yeah like well, life know, hacks in Japan uh, speaking of chicken you know what else I was gonna do but I w- ran out of time because my oven's too small I was gonna make chicken nuggets for everybody homemade Ooh. you're gonna bring chicken McNuggets to the park I didn't know where we were going to be in the park. You just said meet me. I didn't know what we were doing in the park. Oh, actually, this is, new, this is news to me. Well, no, no, no. I was going to do it. I was going to do the show in a cafe, but then I mean, you brought came with like a bag full of beers and stuff. We can't bring a bag full of beers into a cafe. So then I just decided, it's, why not do it into the park? It's nine o'clock on a Sunday. Like a lot of those cafes are going to be closed, and you said you're not drinking, so like bars out. All right, that's true. I am on sober September, and this is day one. I don't want to fuck up sober September on day one. Yeah. Day fifteen. All right, you know that, that's a day pretty 15, good stretch. Maybe you let it slide a little. Bit. Uh, no, no, you gotta stay sober the whole month and stuff. But if I fuck up, if I drop the ball, if I fall off the wagon on the fifteenth, you know, it was a good run. But uh, yeah, I can't, I can't mess up on the first day. <laughs> now, may I ask a question about sure. the sober September? Um, the only one I do know is sober October. Um, yep. Is there also a sober September? That's. Uh, I was just wondering if there's two separate sober months, or is it? Uh, are you starting a new trend? I am starting a new trend just because. Why do you want to be sober on Halloween? Well, that's a good point. Yes. And my birthday's there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking Halloween, dude, man. Yeah, oh, geez. but then again, you can't drink in Shibuya during Halloween. Like, <laughs> Air quotes, air quotes. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how well that goes. That's not going to go well at all. No, not, not well so at all. They're going to have riots. 
To, oh god, not again! Now, uh, unless, of course, they could do the smart thing and open up Yoyogi Park, which they probably will. <laughs> well, that's what they're planning, you know, to have a Halloween in Yoyogi Park. But you well, know, was I, that officially announced? It's it's not officially. It's unofficially announced. Yeah, but, yeah, but we th- we think, right? Yeah. Well, I hope that'd be kind of cool. That'd be dope. Party in the park? Fuck, oh, dude, yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Lots of open space, man. Yeah, everybody getting wasted in the park on Halloween in costume. Hell yeah. As long as they put up the lights and, you know, they make sure the safety standards are up to code, I'm good. Oh, dude. Well, the one thing I'm worried about is if it's dark, because, you know, Halloween's at night. Everybody knows, of course. You're going to be walking in feces, urine, and a lot of vomit, dude. So, yeah, they're going to have to have a lot of lights on in that Did park. Did you see Yoyogi Park during the Christmas time? No. Why would I go there during Christmas? Because the illuminations, but, like, the... Shibuya side, like the main area by the stage, like that's all concrete and like it's easy for them to put lights up and like have like basically shit up and make it be illuminated. That'd be pretty wicked. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's toilet facilities, so I don't think excrement would be a problem. No, excrement is always going to be a problem if you have a party in a park. Come on, dude. Come on, Johnny. This is not San Francisco. (laughs) Touche. You got me there. Oh, man. Are you allowed to just, I don't know, could you go with the quick fix, you know, you know, in the States where we just brown bag it and then nobody seems to, that everybody just agreed, you're not showing your, that you're drinking alcohol, so we'll just leave you alone. You know, that's an interesting thing, but nobody really uses uh, brown paper bags here. It's like that's plastic. Wait, wait, how long have you been in Japan? You can drink in public. I'm doing it right now in a park. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the thing is, though, if you can't drink in Shibuya, what else are you going to do? Oh, I see his question. Oh, you're talking about Shibuya. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I see, I, I see, I, oh, okay, okay. Sorry. I was sorry. just going back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they said no drinking, but, like, I don't know. I don't see how the hell they're going to enforce that. Yeah. You could, you could sneak a flask or whatever. Right. And you're re- they're really going to go around to all the convenience stores. You can't sell booze. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's going to be really hard. That's going to be really hard. What are they going to do? Are they going to write tickets? Are you going to get a fine? A lot yeah, of the well, people what are going to do? Arrest yeah. everybody? Yeah. Write tickets for everybody? That's like a million people. I mean, yeah. I don't even think there's a million jails. No, there's not. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, the people, most of the tourists that are coming in have like decades of alcohol hiding knowledge yeah. that they can pull. A bit, and they're just way ahead of the cops. I don't think they stand a chance. Mm. No, sir, this is tea. No, sir, this is, no, it's not at all. They wouldn't even think to smell it, you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I've yeah, got a really can, nice blast. Yeah, that and you, you can always lie and say, "Whoa, I got drunk before I came here." Yeah. Can't, the only booze I've got is in my blood. <laughs> well, actually, Tom, you wouldn't be lying. Yeah, <laughs> probably wouldn't be lying. <laughs> no, I know you're gonna show up drunk, and then you're just gonna get more faded. Uh, maybe it depends. Uh, actually, I might, I might actually skip Halloween. You're gonna skip Halloween, uh, dude. You go crazy. This guy goes crazy for Halloween costumes. This guy's mm, done everything. The Mad Hatter. My, my kids do. What on my, my, Halloween? My, on the day. Close. So the doctor, the sure. doctor's yeah, like, listen, Halloween, no party for you, man. What? You so, so my, my wife's in labor, I'm going to be like, sorry, honey, got to go get drunk in costume. Well, Tradition. I, but he said the day. He said the actual day was Halloween. It's around that time. So it's around that time. So that, that know being on that time. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if I like want to go, go be going out and partying up, and all of a sudden I get that fucking phone call where my wife's in labor. So you can even, even picture that I fucking rush into the hospital into my my Joker costume or a Mad Hatter costume or something crazy like that. You got to get it on and video. I, I, every, you yeah, got to yeah. post it on the Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, I'm, I'm and the sure Instagram it would page. be hilarious. It would be hilarious to everybody else except for my wife. It would and be. I, I can imagine. I, I can imagine all the nurses taking pictures, going, "Yep, the doctor would love it." Yeah, yeah. he's gonna. They're gonna be Patients like, would love it." Yeah, father of the year, right there. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. If that did happen, would you cut the umbilical cord? 
if you're dressed like the Mad Hatter, oh my God, now that is going to be a Kodak moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to make a magic trick out of that. Wouldn't that be something, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's, that's yeah. Instagrammable right there, like million hits right there. Oh my God, that's great. I recommend as Edward Scissorhands, perhaps. That would be a good, yeah. That would work. That would yeah. be fantastic. Or Fre Freddy Krueger, maybe? Yeah. Oh, so, so I've got one hand free and I can do the other one. Wolverine. Please uh, send your recommendations for Tom's costumes in. Uh, what? Where? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, or I could go as a werewolf and just chew the motherfucker off. Uh, I'm sure it's been done before in a Tokyo Probably hospital. Has. Absolutely. Yeah. Guy comes in wasted and shit, partying, you know, his wife's giving birth or whatever. Things go crazy when that happens. Yeah, like I said, man, father of the year, father of the year. Yeah. You know what bums me out with all these hospitals becoming non-smoking now? The thing is, if you have a kid, you can't smoke a cigar. Back in the day, everybody smoked cigars when they had a kid, right? You go outside and find a park. Usually hospitals have a park near them. Yeah. No, but you want to smoke inside, like inside the hospital. And they used to have smoking sections, right? But now, no, all actually, the actually, I don't, don't, because I'm not that big a dick. I respect the fact that smoking's not good, and I shouldn't probably shouldn't do it in certain places. Well, no, 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 Tom. It's it's not being a dick when it's a tradition, okay? Yeah, it's like enough. a bachelor party. Being a bachelor party is being a dick to your wife. It's like, yo, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the strip joint. I'm gonna get wasted with my friends. Have you seen the movie Bachelor Party? <laughs> Fucking shit hit the fan, dude. Or so the Hangover, or yeah, yes, I, get, all I, of the I, above, I know right? what it's about, dude. Wasn't yeah. that a Tom Hanks' first Academy Award nomination? Did he really yeah. for that movie? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I thought that I'm was big. Sure. Yeah, the, the, the Bachelor Party movie. It was one of those. The Bachelor Party movie that stands out to me that I really remember is uh, Very Bad Things with uh, Christian Slater. Oh God! Yeah, that was that, that, was, that like, was nuts, wasn't it? What was the name of that uh, porn star that was in that movie? Was it uh, Kobe Ty? Was no, that it? No, Kobe it wasn't Kobe, Kobe, Kobe Ty. It was, I think it was Tia Carrera. She's no, not, no, no, it was not her. I think it was Kobe Ty. Was the, Tia Carrera is a is she a porn? I thought it, she's not a porn star. But oh, okay. She, she does, was right. No, I don't think so. so she, she did a lot of, did, definitely did a lot of nude scenes, though. That's for sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Kobe Ty, dude. In the '90s, I used to watch a lot of like videos. And when you rented a video or when you had a video, I mean, it's not like what you watch on the internet these days. I mean, yeah, when you yeah. have a video, you look at the box, you read the box, you actually start memorizing all the porn yeah, stars, yeah, right? you had to know that fucking shit. Now it's yeah. just like I don't need to know it. Fucking my phone does, right? Red too. Yeah. 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 Oh man. So, Tom, you yes. contacted me and you mm. said, hey, man, I want to meet so up and stuff and talk Tom to you. me so we don't get confused yes. and the audience doesn't get confused. Yes. Sorry. Okay, capital T, Tommy. <laughs> Call me T, I don't know. T-bone. <laughs> T-bone, there we go. That's your I'm thin, that works. Okay. T-bone. Yeah, I know. You like I'm steak? actually kind of jealous, man. Actually, you know what? After two weeks of not drinking, I might be oh. thinner than you, man. Oh, that's a challenge. Okay. All well, right. I, Instagram, I don't need a lot, but I drink a lot. Oh, my God, dude, I should do that like a before and after thing. Oh shit, dude! Yeah. Well, I'm trying to lose weight for my my birthday is coming up in a week. Uh, actually, a week, yeah. And I'm wow. gonna take a photo for that. Just to, I'm hitting the big four eight, so uh, I I wanna I wanna have a nice uh, six pack. I wanna have a nice grill for that to put onto social media. Nice. Yes. Forty eight. What are you gonna do for forty eight, man? Um. Probably nothing. Uh. That actually is another story that I can get to after the discussion you were just bringing up. So, um, yeah, man, you're the guest. Might as well go ahead and tell your story. I think, right? What do you think, Johnny? Uh, yeah, yeah. Guest rules. Guest rules. Yeah, man. Originally, I was planning to uh, sing at an event in Chiba at a place called Topper's Bar, but uh, I just found out today that um, they they usually organize some uh, kind of uh, like a house band or a backing band for it, and for the covers songs that I asked to to uh, sing, they could not assemble a band together to do that. So it looks like I will not be uh, 
performing for that show. No, now, I, I no karaoke ask, machine? I, I no. gotta ask, what kind of music that they said no to that they're not gonna have a band for? Was it like hip hop? Was it Inca? No. Was it metal? Uh, let me think. It's, uh, I'll say it was age appropriate, my age appropriate. Um, so it was, let me think. Do I, is, should I give the list? Uh, it was. Yeah, go for it, dude. Uh, the Laws, There She Goes. It was um, Hootie and the Blowfish, I Will Wait. Um, it was uh, Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. And they do. And mm-hmm. they do, yes. And um, shoot. Don't you hate when that happens? Um, Kinks, Hart, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sunny Afternoon by the Kinks. And mm. um, Music When the Lights Go Down That's by good... um, the Libertines. That's a good list, man. That's Thank really you. good. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, yeah, if it's music you like, you have a little bit of fun with it, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, man, you couldn't so, get a band together. Or they, they couldn't get a band together. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, unfortunate. Um, I, actually, right before this, I had practiced. Do you know, um, there's a country uh, singer here, uh, Holly Drake. They call her Haru. She and I, she was actually going to come in as my backup singer. So we were actually rehearsing all this uh, yeah. um this afternoon before this show to uh, to perform, but it's not going to happen. Dude, that's a bummer, dude. Yeah, yeah. What can you do? Oh you know man, Jesus! So, do you know? What? I mean, he, these he, days he, he can't fucking sing on his birthday. Like <laughs> I can't. I I don't get to go out for Halloween, and we have no chicken McNuggets. <laughs> It's just not the best night for anybody. You know, and I, it's sober September. Yeah. And it's sober <laughs> September. September. Yes. And this is episode number 740, no, no, Four no, 477. I thought you were sober. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm just, no, actually, to be honest, I mean, this is September 1st, which meant last night I got completely shit-faced, dude. Uh, okay. Oh, fucking, it's, it's your own event? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had an amp event last night. Bad Mary performed. I had nine other bands performing. It was absolutely insane, dude. And tequila shots, whiskey shots, gin shots. We had all sorts of shots going left, right, and center and stuff. And I was drinking every single one of them because Sober September was the next day. And if you're going to do something, you got to do it right. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Man, but like, I'm, I'm trying to cut back. I, I didn't say I'm off the, uh, off the booze. I'm just cutting back. You cutting back? Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, because like me, me and my buddy Sean talked about it when, when he was here. He's like, yeah, dude. Like, it's like, Tom, you look like shit. You're bloated. You lost your hair. You lost your kid. job. Like, you, know, you got nah. a kid coming. Yeah, I got a kid coming, man. Do you, do you really want me to be fucked up around my kid when I got a baby? That's not good. Um, Wait, wasn't your dad fucked up with around you when you were a kid? No, he definitely was. <laughs> Come on, dude. We're products of the 80s. All our dads were alcoholics. Come on. They all fucking chains. They all smoked a pack or two a day. Yeah, right? They come home from the office and shit. They crack open a six-pack. They watch MASH on TV. Yeah. Oh, dude, remember, remember the back remember, of the day? Remember, like, uh, how bullying is taken really serious now, but, like, the yeah. solution to bullying in the 80s was suck it up, pussy. Yeah. Dude, our dads were the bullies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, my, my yeah. solution is some kid was picking at me. My, my dad goes, make a fist. Yeah, that's good. You hit him right in the mouth. <laughs> that was the solution. I was like, okay, dad. <laughs> well, your dad wasn't a lawyer or anything, was he? <laughs> <laughs> he was a factory worker, dude. He was blue collar. Of course he would tell me that. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, yeah, maybe you shouldn't drink around the kid. And actually, don't drink around this machine. <laughs> Please. I'm putting, it, I'm putting it up to the no, side. No, 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 no. But when you drink, mm-hmm. don't drink above the machine, Tom. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Imagine this I know this guy. Is you, your kid? You, yeah. yeah, right. Do you know how much beer this guy spilled on my house? Fucking left, right, and center, all over the place, dude. So yeah, the beer. Actually, put the beer over there. It's not a holder. It's a holder. Not hold it. I'll just hold it. It's fine. You'll just hold it. Well, how about then? No, actually, I don't want that near the machine, dude. Ugh. 
Yeah, dude. Because I mean, seriously, man, if you spill the beer on the machine, you know, I'm fucking game over. On, I'm not gonna spill it on the machine. Nobody plans on spilling beer on the machine. <laughs> Nobody plans on spill breaking anything. Nobody plans on crashing a car. Nobody, Nobody plans, plans on, on a, a divorce. Kid. Yeah, you didn't plan on having a kid either. Yeah, so there you go. No, that actually, case no, in no, point. No, I take that back. Actually, I did. Oh yeah, you actually, did. Actually, we did. We kind of spent a lot of money on that. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. Oh okay. All right. Sorry. Right, scratch that last one. Oh, man. So, Tom, you contacted me. Yes. Tom with a T. Yes. <laughs> Audience, he's on, facing he's, me, he's, so I do pick up on he's it. He's T-Bone. Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. T-Bone. Um, yeah, no, I just uh, have a great admiration for your um, for your drive and your skills. And we've met a few other times. You put on your own events. You have your own art shows. Um, I, I'm just really... Uh, interested in this enterprise that you have uh, built over the up uh, over the years it's been pure luck I well, haven't planned anything <laughs> as someone who's tried uh, on the other side to kind of build up like a, a series of like events concerts my own podcasts um, I guess uh, I've met with varying levels of success and I guess I wanted to just know how do you keep it going what is the proper mindset to keep something like this going how do you ever get frustrated when you're the proper um, mindset for us is drunk yeah maybe that's <laughs> my odd fate in Japan you have to ask us that question no no offense Steve on there no no yeah no, I, gotta, I gotta agree with Tom on this one <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> How about for events, though? Like, um, at this point, are you you're doing all the promotion, all the organization? Are you there for the sound checks? Yeah. Uh, do you MC the event? Oh, uh, yeah. I do absolutely everything except yeah. for MC the event. Okay. Um, when, when I'm doing the event, I'm working the door. Yep. Yeah. And and I. You but know, even harder. That's I mean, yeah. You know, I don't mind working the door because yeah. when you work the door, you know, you get to meet everybody that's coming in. Sure. You can have conversations with people that you usually won't and stuff, you know. Mm. I mean, and from the door and stuff, I mean, my venue is pretty small. So, yeah. you know, I can just basically see what's going on in the venue sure. and just make sure everything's going on. And, you know, it's kind of a cool way to kind of like host the event without actually hosting the event. Like okay. being on mic, being like, and our next band yeah. is yeah. T-Bone's band, you know, or something like that, you know. Johnny! Yeah, I ripped that off. That's true. Yeah, no, I used to... It, well, that, what you just did, I used to do for every show. I mean, sometimes I'd perf be performing in an event, and then I'd come up and introduce myself first. Mm -hmm. Then when the curtains opened, I'd run backstage and come out, and I'd, you know, when the curtains opened, I'd be like, let's give a big hand to that MC." You know, like, it was... Um, yeah, I was a man of many hats, basically, when I was doing that kind of show. But it was... After a while, you get overwhelmed with it and um, mm -hmm. frustrated too. Like, um, how often do you have like a, a band that cancels on the day? Uh, actually, to be honest, that's only happened once. Okay. And uh, that happened on a Saturday, which was like a same Saturday that the uh, cherry blossoms were in full bloom. Yep. Yeah. So I actually kind of expected, you know, something to okay. go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because yeah. I mean, everybody was showing up drunk because they're drinking in the park, you know, sure. and they're performing, and everybody was off. Oh, I <laughs> got gotcha. Every band was off. But, you know, that was part of the charm of it. You know, that was part of the beauty. And that's kind of like why I love organizing events, because every event, mm -hmm. something goes wrong and something goes right. And it's always Always fucking right. a good memory and stuff, you know. No, that's a great mindset for it, and uh, markedly different than my own. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and I, um, I guess other things. Um, uh, I'm just watching. I, I just wanted to see how you set up a podcast. How, and it seems like it's just pretty much 
anywhere that you know anywhere works you get just pop up the microphone pop up the laptop and mm -hmm. come up with your news items and everything well, we, we got to be close to booze if yeah. not a bar a convenience store a liquor store or we have to pre-plan so yeah. or pre-game yeah. <laughs> pre yeah. or both yeah, a little bit of both a yeah a little bit of column a a little bit of column b maybe some column c we'll see yeah yeah but i mean you know i mean we're not really that strict on our process or anything. We kind of just go with the flow. We roll the punches, as they say, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, and uh, God bless you for it. That's something that Thank you. I'm a person that's like, if one thing goes wrong, the day is ruined kind of thing. And oh, no, you can't no, you be like can't, that. You can't yeah. do that, man, because I, I, I did events as well. Like, yeah. Dude, you have, you have to expect a certain amount of shit to go wrong. Right, right, Period. right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's also the same thing with podcasting. I mean, we've had sure. a lot of people that uh, we had booked to be on the show for interviews or whatnot, yeah. and um, a lot of people, I mean, just like bands, they cancel mm, or they yeah. show up too drunk or something. Some, I mean, sometimes you know they get a little nervous. You know, we had one time sure. where a guy got nervous and shit, and he was drinking before the show, and he showed up really fucked up, right? Mm, and yeah, then we yeah. did the show, and the show we, we couldn't even post it. I mean, and this is years ago. I mean, if yeah. it was today, that would definitely be on our Patreon page for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you, the, the guy couldn't even like talk. You know, after about like. I would say like maybe like half an hour or so, you know, because yeah. when he showed up, then we really started drinking, right? Right. And yeah, yeah. I mean, he went from being completely faded to being fucking just wasted. Mm. So yeah. But you know. just whatever, however it goes, you roll with the punches. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. in this yeah. day and age, you kind of have to. I mean, Trump's the president, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I think to keep in mind, like uh, Johnny's had a lot of good ideas recently, and I've had some good ideas. We, yeah. We could, recently. Yeah, recently. Yeah. <laughs> with, 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 like sober September? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm talking before that. I'm talking before you left the vacation. You had a couple ideas you want to do for a show. I had a couple I wanted to do for a show, but due to you traveling and our schedule's not working, like, we might not get to them. But it's okay. We just roll with it. Maybe we'll keep it in our back pocket. Maybe like you know, if we get you know some free time, like yeah, maybe that was a good idea. We'll try it later, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, what kind of events were you doing? Well, my big goal was trying to build up the live music scene in um, in Chiba. Um, where, always, whereabouts in Chiba? Uh, well, Chiba City. I live in Funabashi. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. I guess I've always been inspired by a lot of different music documentaries and the fact that a lot of um, great music scenes really aren't appreciated until they're done. Uh -huh. You know, like it's um, in the midst of it, you, you know, oh, you go, you enjoy the event, but afterwards is when you really long for it. The only time you really appreciate it, you know, is when it's done, is That's when true. it's broken up. So I wanted as much as possible to build it up, and I really wanted to be part of it. What's, what's this uh, uh, Def yeah. Leppard song? Don't know what it's, what you got, <laughs> it's gone. It sounds, sounds kind of like that. I think that's, what was that, Warren? That was Poison. That was poison. No, no, wait, no. No, that's, that's a, every rose no, sorry. got its thorns. You know. I thought it was Def Leppard. No, it's am not I, Def Leppard. Um, well, anyway, let's, let's let's it's pay homage. It's yeah. actually it's actually Joni. It's actually Joni Mitchell because uh, yeah, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Okay, it was uh, original. Oh, you, so sound, you sound like you, yeah, you sound like you know a bit more oh. about the eighties music. Than you. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I was older in that era, so <laughs> I'm older now. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so in any case, I wanted as much to participate and be involved and build it up as much as I could. And there was a very fantastic, uh, and still is, live house out there called Anga. And um, they were not actually charging people Norma, but it was a, 
as nice a live house as as you, you can find in Tokyo. Yeah. But they didn't charge bands. So what I wanted to do is start bringing as many foreign bands out from Tokyo into that that venue to play. Uh-huh. And just introduce as many as I could, as much new music, because a lot of the shows there were kind of, you were seeing the same bands over and over again because there wasn't that big a, um, a pool of it. So I, I figured kill two birds with one stone, bring in some, some really talented bands to play as well as um, give the Chiba audiences um, a chance to see uh, a wider variety of music. That's a great idea, but if you do that, I recommend doing it on a Saturday and yeah. having it more of like a day event because like all these bands from Tokyo, mm. most people don't have cars. They got to yeah. take the train all the way there yeah. and then the train all the way back. Like when I was talking to Bad Mary mm-hmm. and they're a New York-based band, they're, I mean, they drive all over like the New York area. You know, right. they'll be in Long Island, they'll be in Queens, they'll be in Brooklyn, they'll be mm. in Manhattan a little bit and stuff. And they just drive, 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 you know, and they can perform all night long, you yeah. know. But in, in, in Tokyo, yeah. we got that train situation where pretty much all the trains end uh, yep. around, what, 12.30, 12.45? Right, right, So, right. I mean, it's something you uh, kind of got to think about. But, you know, if you do, like, like a day show, like maybe something from, like, noon to maybe yeah. 8, you know, and maybe it's kind of like a little festival or something, that could yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah, no, um, it, it wasn't, it is, and that's a good idea. It was just uh, that... Um, producer there that manager of the live house actually gave me Friday nights so I can't complain about that they were giving me an ideal time yeah Um, and for a while it went pretty well but at the same time it just wasn't bringing in the numbers that maybe I had hoped and it still was a lot of a case of uh, people in Chiba if they think about things to do what they want to do spend their night there they're gonna go to Tokyo they're not gonna stay in Chiba so um, eventually kind of petered out and uh, I kind of gave up on it. Okay, so for, for our international listeners, like Chiba is the next prefecture over. Yep. Like it's to the, uh, I say east by southeast of Tokyo. Yeah. Close to the uh, Yeah, sorry, but uh, but like, yeah, it's, even though it's a different prefecture, it's not like super far, especially if you take the express train. Right. So, so this is what this is what you're you're explaining. Sorry yeah. to add to this. So, no, no, no. Not so some all. of the international listeners might not understand the geography, but I get what you're saying. Sure. Sure. It, I think it's just the idea. The idea of staying in Chiba, like the idea is, okay, if you want to go out and have an exciting night, you wouldn't stay in Chiba, you go to Tokyo. And I think, but there's nothing going on there because like, I don't I know. think I, there is, but I guess, yeah. I, I think most foreigners think there is. And they, they're like, this is great. I can get, I can take the train. I can drink as much as I want. I'm not going to get mugged, you know, like yeah. that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it's apparently not for a lot of the younger Japanese I've been audience. In, I haven't been in Chiba City proper for a long time, but I, mean, I used to like date a girl that like, you know, li- lived there, the mic, live there. But um, what is it, man? I just re- used to remember it'd be like, you know, six or seven or whatever. I was just like standing around the train station waiting for her to finish at work. And I was just like looking around going, man, there's a lot of hot girls here. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, just like Tokyo is great too, but yeah. like Chiba, like it's not like countryside, like you say. Yeah. Well, I think... In and uh, again, nothing wrong with Tokyo, but you can get lost in Tokyo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's so much to do. Sometimes, Chiba, you have kind of starting points. Starting like there's a, there's a, a few live houses to go to. Like you can start there. You know, you know where your startup point when you're looking for things to do. Whereas there's so much going on in Tokyo. You're just if you're a band promoting, for example, you know how many people are you competing with? 
whereas Chiba, you wouldn't be as competing with as, much, uh, as many. Oh, dude, yeah. see, that's the problem that I run into. Yeah. Like, whenever I have an event, yeah. I have to keep in mind that in Shibuya, where my venue is, there's also like six yeah. other venues there's with Eggman, similar events. There's lush, there's uh, what Chelsea Hotel. Yep. There's um, was it Albe? Yeah. There's but, so but, much coming. Yeah. Around. But I think you got, you got a good situation though because you usually go you go from what like six to twelve, um, thereabouts. I, case by case, I can go. Yeah. So, yeah. Usually from seven o'clock to twelve o'clock or one o'clock or whatever. But see, my advantage is I do I book international bands with Japanese bands. I yeah. kind of have, have this combination kind of thing going, right? Yeah. So it's I'm kind of bringing these worlds together. I mean, I should be calling this melting pot or something or mixer or something or something like well, that. But yeah. no, no, amp but works. Amp, amp works. works. <laughs> it does work. Yeah. Yeah, but like amplify my, the scene, right? My, yeah. my point being for you is I think you got a time good time slot for what you're doing because. But like, every club has that time slot. No, but like for for like a pregame party, well, you're 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 probably cheap as fuck, and you got quality bands, so it's it's already a good buy there. But like from there, people can either a go home if they don't want to go all night, or b that's just like oh. a good cheap pregame. So oh, I, I think, see I what think, you're I, saying. Yeah. yeah, I think like I think you got like you found something good and made it work. Yeah, most yeah. live shows in. Um Tokyo, they're usually started, what, 6.37? And they're usually starting with a band that's not terribly strong. Uh-huh. So if you, I don't know what your lineup is, but if you had one or two, once I've had a few drinks and the band is playing good music, I'm not terribly inclined to leave. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of agree that once you, if you get them comfortable and settled in, then, yeah, that's, you, you can just build on that audience. Yeah, but I also understand what you're saying for, like, Chiba, though, because, yeah. like, people are, are immediately want to jet off to Tokyo. They're yeah. like, yeah, we could, you know, pay the cover and have a couple of beers at this place, or we could just, you know, go find a cheap place or even, like, you know, streeters. Mm-hmm. As we call them, you know, convenience store beers. Like, right, so right. I understand why that not, that time slot might not work for you in your situation. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. So I understand you're just kind of trying to find your path. Yeah, yeah. That's um, and I mean, we got a lot of very interesting shows and a lot of really good video footage, and um, I think like we have like, God, 30, 40, 50 shows worth of footage. Someday maybe. Years later, we can make a documentary of it. You know, this was the Chiba music scene. Wait, at this you had time. 50 shows? That's um, a good run. Well, I I didn't do 50 shows, but I participated in 50 shows. That some of them I gave to other people to, like I, I I guess executive produced it. Some some I was there participating as a band. Some I was participating as an MC. Uh-huh. Sometime some I was just recruiting other bands for the show. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, if you got videos, absolutely make a documentary. Yeah. Life and times of T Bone and <laughs> live from Chiba. That's cool. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I think Chiba might be an open market. I mean, yeah. uh, it's not it's not overly saturated. Yeah. And then another thing is once you start building up kind of like an audience and like a group of people that just want to go, and, well, they, well, they want to party and mm. they want to stay in Chiba because if they're like an hour and a half away from Tokyo, yeah, going to the city is kind of cool, but, you know, then they got to take an hour and a half train back to Chiba. But if they live maybe 30 minutes or 20 minutes away from like the venue or something, yeah. I mean, shit, dude, if you didn't see quality bands and then get shit-faced at the same time, that's fucking, you know, a win-win. Right, right. Minus the train. Yeah. We never really got that, that stumbled onto that formula, I mm-hmm. guess. And it was just after a while, it was just kind of, you throw your hands up saying, what do I have to do, you know? What kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to be honest, man. Sure. When I started throwing events... Yeah. I mean, I started. I, I started really throwing events. Was uh, maybe about ten years ago. Sure. Actually, right, right when I was starting to do this podcast, and that was at Gamuso. Yeah. Right. And you know, I mean, 
we get people coming into the bar and people coming into the venue just because, you know, they wanted to see what was going on and stuff, you know, because Gamuso right. kind of had a reputation for good music and it still does. Yep, and does. Um, so I kind of had that. But then, you know, we'd have a lot of days, like a lot of flops, right, you know, right, until yeah. we started kind of building up. And at that time, the event's name was Kick-Ass. Right, yeah. I remember that, actually. Terrible name. Uh, we just wanted well, something simple. Did you simple. kick ass? Well, we did kick ass. On occasion, right? On occasion, On yes, occasion. indeed. You know. But um, the thing is, though, I mean, you know, you've got your good days and your bad days, and you can go, like, maybe three months of having, like, an event, like, every single month or whatever, every two weeks without anybody showing up, except yeah. for the bands, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's a bummer, and that's, like, really to the point where you just want to put a gun in your mouth, you know? Yeah. You're just like, ah, oh, yeah. this sucks, I'm losing all this money, ah, uh, everybody thinks I'm a joke, ah, uh, wait, do they still? Well, you also have to think <laughs> they do. Yeah. yeah, you also have to think about timing and whatnot, because yeah. I used to, like, do my own events. I did, like, several different types of events, mostly with the DJ stuff, but we had network Networking parties in Harajuku, right, yeah, okay. in the Chanel building that were like super classy. We did networking. That. You mean like what, like pickup, <laughs> like no. dating venues, no, dating no, parties? No, no, we were targeting like the 30s, like 30s, like more professional, like after work, like six, six to like midnight. So no mills. <laughs> well, there are probably some, you know, there are definitely some mills, but like, no, it was supposed to be like a classier event for professionals, like, hey, bring your business cards and network. Okay, all right. Sorry, Tom, so we, sorry. We, 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 we did a bunch of stuff, and there's timing, and like, I, I can't fucking do it anymore because I'm too old and all my fucking friends have kids now, and it's just like, ah, fuck this, man. So I, I gave up, man. I got a kid coming myself, so I'm just like, fuck it. But like, yeah, I understand what you're saying about trying to find your path, but also I understand timing. Yeah. What yeah. works like now might not work in, in a year or two. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, you got to keep track of trends, what's interesting. And then, like we were talking about before, actually, you, what you were saying, bands break up so quickly. Oh, yeah, we're talking you know, about that You get earlier. a great, reliable band that brings people in, and suddenly, nope, it just doesn't work for them anymore. God, there's a band uh, about yeah. a year and a half ago called Curry Ramen. Yeah. Oh my God! They would bring so many people. Like they were—they weren't really a cover band, yeah. but they kind of were. You yeah. know, they had like half their songs were covers, and the other half were originals. Right. And you know, they just—they were just really outgoing, really great musicians. Mm. And you know, they just had this fan base that was just insane. You know, mm -hmm. so every time I booked them, yeah. it's guaranteed at least like 20 people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, when they broke up, and they kind of like slowly dissolved. It was kind yeah. of like a slow, a slow burn. But um, anyway, when they broke up, I mean, that was just really sad. I was like, oh my God, yeah. how am I going to fill those shoes, <laughs> you know? And then recently, like, all right, they broke up, the Metekis broke up, yeah. uh, let's see, Entrada broke up. Uh, who else? I think the Muppets are mm. kind of together. Muppets, I don't know. I haven't actually seen them. Really? So, yeah. Oh, they're a uh, NoFX cover band. They're okay. really good. But uh, the lead singer, he just went back to England, so yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. But yeah, hopefully they stay together. They're a great band, great group of guys. But uh, yeah, that's that's sad, man. It's like yeah. you know losing a child. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Music brings you joy, right? That's and true. There's a few other bands that um, the other side of it is you get bands that are really good and they leave Japan. They start touring somewhere else on occasion. Like uh, the band that originally brought me into it, um, that got me interested in the live music scene in Tokyo was uh, the Molise. And um, they have been away for, what, two years now in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York, just touring America. Wait, Japanese band or a Western band? Japanese band. Really? Yeah. And they've just been in the States touring. Wow, that is awesome. They played um, a Gamuso, I think your event, at, uh, with the Beat Jackers and, um, shoot, I can't remember the other bands. But, um, yeah, I think I booked them once or twice yeah. way back in the day. Yeah, it was a while ago, but yeah, they're... Um, the basis of the Google Goo Dolls has his own independent label, and he uh, 
um, distributed for them and actually produced their last two albums, three That's albums. That's fantastic. Yeah. See, there's so many really amazing Japanese bands on here. I mean, uh, right now, I think Viawat, mm. uh, Ooh, Remedy, mm. and let's see. Oh, okay, of course, Marla. Mm. I think those three are like the best bands I've seen in a long, long time. And, and they just need more exposure because yeah. in Japan, they're killing it. But I mean, Tokyo is a huge fucking yeah. city, but still, it's kind of limited, you know. Right, right, right. And maybe yeah. it's a language barrier thing or something. But yeah, they they should definitely be bigger in other countries. Yeah. Maybe by me just saying that right now, maybe they will be. Right. Marla, right. No, Viawad, no, no. and what time? Yeah, no, I was just gonna say, no offense to like the Japanese, and maybe it's a language barrier. I also think it's cultural, and like a lot of them are, aren't as outgoing. They don't know how to how to say play the game networking as well. Yeah, maybe social media as well yeah. is tough. Um, mm. If uh, and it's um, you, if you're doing social media and you really want to break out, you probably have to do it in at least two languages. Mm-hmm. So like um, here, you know, promoting in just English is, you know, you're not going to get that far. You have to put some Japanese. It's in a it. huge ha- handicap, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So there's also. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got any more questions? Um, I feel like I'm being interviewed for a job. <laughs> We're interviewing um, him. He's our intern now. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a, T-Bone is officially yeah, our you intern. You said you wanted to do stuff for, uh, for I us do, behind actually. the scenes. What do you want to do, man? Uh, Saito, I would look up you news. are fired. I, I, um, I used to uh, work on. I worked on NHK Radio for two years, uh, so I can do news announcements, promos. Uh, Did you really? Yeah. Oh wow! I worked for Kawasaki FM when I first came here. Nice. Yeah. So I just worked for the uh, educational program Kiso Ego. Uh, oh really? Yeah. I, I had a German bass program. Nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we come yeah, in completely <laughs> hungover yeah. on, on a Saturday, right? Yeah. It'd be 4 o'clock in the afternoon, but we're still kind of fucked up, right? Because I mean, we were younger. It was mm. like fucking, I think I was 25, 24 years old and shit. Yeah. We'd bring in all our records and stuff, and we'd just DJ. It was oh, fucking wow. awesome. The name oh, of the man. show was Livewire. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd love to do that. Um, the other thing is uh, my <laughs> network of bands, I think... Uh, if uh, if I, I saw you also have a for not every show but some shows you have a playlist of bands uh, that you play I could probably recommend a lot of material. Wait for I've, the show like interviews? Uh, either interviews or if you're playing uh, just if you have a playlist of songs. I, oh, I've done that. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times right. uh, way back in the day where yeah. basically it was like local bands. Yep. You know, but the thing is like how I did that episode was there's like a bunch of local bands that I knew as friends, right? And so I had stories with every single band, right? Ah, So I would play one of their tracks, and then before I played the track, I would tell a story like, for example, when the Tit Tats and Whiskers, whiskers, oh, who broke up too, sadly. But uh, when they, when I played them and stuff, I told the story and how I met them, how they're like making out and stuff and getting wasted on top of Gamuso. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and when I say on top, they're like pretty much, it's like a four-story building and they're hanging off the roof and shit. And these guys are fucking completely fucked up. And I'm like, ah, uh, you guys are supposed to perform and uh, you shouldn't be up here. Because I mean, I was yeah. working there yeah, at the time. Right, you know? right, yeah. Well, you're responsible. Didn't you say when you were working there one time, you walked into, like, the there's, like, an upstairs area. It's a clubhouse. It's off limit to all the customers with the staff, and, like, the bands can go up there and hang out. It's a cool area, like, clubhouse. You walked in there, and some dude was just, like, railing a girl over a table. Yeah, no, no, it was on a sofa. I was on sofa? That sofa, oh, my God. There's so many bugs in that sofa, dude. It could walk away, dude. For some, 
Dude, scabies, whatnot. I mean, people have gotten laid in that that's, sofa that's, so that's, many that's times. Why I stick you can to, catch AIDS from that sofa. That's why I stick to the chairs when I'm, whenever I'm up there. Oh, my God. No, dude. Yeah, yeah. I walked up there and shit. And I don't know. I was just collecting glasses or something. And then here's this chick's ass fucking banging up in the air. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, she was on top. And I was top. like, whoa. Actually, you know what? I think it was the dude now that I... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, no, this is not as cool. How, how yeah. much did you have to drink that night? Yeah. Oh, I was working at Gamusa. I was wasted. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> it was the best part of the job. The best part of the job was, like, and this is like <coughs> on my first day. My first day, I start working and shit, and I, I know nothing about. <coughs> oh, this water's strong. <laughs> I know nothing about bartending, right? And so. Mark comes to me and goes, all right, the first thing you got to do is have a drink. And after mm. you have a drink, have a shot, you'll loosen up a little bit, and then you'll just get it. And I'm like, all right, cool, but I don't know how to make any of these drinks. He's yeah. like, all right, gin and tonic is a gin and tonic, and the beer's over there, and yeah. you'll just get the rest. And I'm like, all right. Had the, the drink, had the shot, and he actually he was right. I yeah. just got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, not only that, like, how do you say, like, Bart, good bartenders have got a good personality, and you got like the personality for it. Yeah, so, like, that's probably oh, part you of guys. Yeah. Wait, no, is no, this but like, like Johnny birthday like, show or yeah, something. But, like yes. Pee Wee over there, we've, we've talked about a lot. Like Pee Wee's been a bartender since for fucking ever. He's just an awesome dude, and he's got he's like an the, awesome dude. Yeah, but he's got the personality for it, and he's a awesome fun guy. personality. Yeah, exactly. Fun guy, so, absolutely, dude. So see, yeah, he works out just great. If somebody mm-hmm. says something bad about Pee Wee, that person's got a real major mental problem, dude. Because Pee Wee is like the coolest person to everybody. Yeah, he's an extremely nice dude. Yeah, he's been true. extremely nice to me since day one. Yeah, that's I, I, weird. I, 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 like, <laughs> you. Because it's me. I never cause any problems. I never make any enemies. Uh, yeah. I, I'm surprised we still have fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man, if you want to do something like that, that's totally cool, man. I mean, this mm-hmm. show, we just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. But we got to read the news and yeah. we got to drink booze. Tom, you're drinking for both of us today, okay, buddy? All right, buddy. Moral support. Yeah. And John, Johnny's doing the fist pump action. Yeah, actually, you know what? For how much I drank yesterday and how hungover I am, like, I didn't even think I could do the show today. Yeah. Like, awesome. about, like, like four hours ago, dude. Oh, I was shaking still. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. This is sober September. Oh. <laughs> But I mean, it's version therapy, to... right? There you go. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. you know, you, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm sorry to say, but you did it wrong because I've kind of weaned myself off it because I haven't been drinking for most of the week, and it's it's weird to walk down the street and be all fucking clear-headed. Oh yeah, dude, that's like yeah. being wasted. I'm, I'm making. I'm actually <laughs> making. The opposite an, way, right? Yeah, yes. I'm making. Sober ex- is the new drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making an exception for tonight, so I have I'm having a couple, but like most most of the week I've been sober. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I, I had a couple on Monday, and then I kind of gradually fell off, and then I think well, I had one. I like one when, what? One on Wednesday. What, Tuesday? Okay, yeah, one, that's not one too bad. Yeah. But how I quit smoking was I just went cold turkey, right? So, I mean, and yeah. it worked, you know? Once mm. I went cold turkey, you know, I, I quit smoking and boom, that was it. Well, and then th- so. That's okay, that's for smoking. I agree with you. The, the, I think you got to do that. No, for, I know. For, actually, yeah, no, that for, was the for, worst thing to do, dude. Yeah. I gained like fucking 50 pounds and shit. Yeah. I was a complete maniac for like three weeks. Oh, it was horrible. But, you know, I mean, the thing is, though, you got to do sober September. And when are you going to start? September 1st. So, the 31st, I got paid. And it was awesome. How long have you been off cigarettes? Just. Uh, jeez. I think I quit when I was 32 years old. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fucking talk of smoke once makes me want to light up. Yeah. You can smoke. I know, exactly. We're in the park. That's what I was like. Get me another pack. And there's no kids here. It's at night. It's like, what time is it? It's like, what, 9? 9.45? Oh, it's not too late. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, every time we get to do a show outside in the park, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can smoke. 
Yeah, you can't. Yeah, we got a studio, and he can uh, smoke in the studio. Oh, no, God. I, I, this I, guy chain smokes like a motherfucker. I fucking totally respect yeah. that, though. Whole new definition of the word chimney man. Yeah, my pregnant wife loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so... All right. I mean, everyone needs an outlet, though. Yeah. yeah. That's but, true. No, then yeah. I completely agree. Where do you smoke in your place? Do you smoke in the balcony, or do you got a smoking room or something? Nah, I go outside because my wife freaks out. Don't don't tell anybody, but I occasionally go out in the balcony, but I'm not supposed to. Yeah, because, don't tell anybody. We have yeah, fucking... Yeah, do you know how many exactly. fucking listeners we have, man? But, <laughs> no, but, basically, I go outside. There's a nice squat spot around the corner. And actually, amazingly, a lot of people just walk... There's a lot of dudes just walking by, mm-hmm. and I've made some friends doing that like I would this like Japanese Japanese uh, there's a Japanese guy who's got Canadian citizenship who works for like PGA golf tour mm-hmm. and like he's a pretty interesting dude there's this Thai cook who's like he, he smokes too so like every time he sees me he just like runs out and has a smoke with me and goes see ah! that's one of the things that I regret about quitting smoking when I was at bars and clubs you could talk to anybody if yeah. you're a smoker right I, yeah smoking <clears throat> I, and I'm not a smoker but smoking is a remarkable <clears throat> bonding like um, ritual um, I went to London in 2009 with Molise and it was the first time they played an overseas uh, mini tour act they're playing uh, for the first time anywhere outside of Japan they played three shows in London and we were in a hostel um, none of the other band members really spoke any English and we were in a hostel kind of full of people from all over Europe. Yeah. But the one member that smoked went out to the smoking area and suddenly was friends with people from France, from Russia, from Italy. Mm-hmm. Couldn't speak to each other, but they just... They, they <laughs> were the you smoking know, gesture. Yeah, exactly. Everything. Exactly. Like, just lighting up and uh, just trying to trade words for, like, tobacco or got a light or something like that. Like, uh-huh. they bonded uh-huh. immediately. See, that's, that's, that's how you do it, man, because it's born out of necessity. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's a... Well, uh, another guy, like, another friend of mine, like, one of his tricks was... Was uh, what was it like? He, he was he, he's a light, really light smoker. He only yeah. smoked like you know maybe a pack over the week. Tom, you got, yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. You, you'd only closer smoke, to the mic, my He'd only man. smoke about a pack over the week, but he purposely would never ever carry a lighter because it forced him to talk to people. That, and like he ma- he made a lot of friends. He actually picked up some chicks that way, and he was kind of a shy guy. Yeah, that's actually. I mean, again, yeah, health risks aside and everything, but it's a great way of meeting people. It's a great social activity, and yeah, it's a great way to kind of force yourself into, you know, being more social. Yeah. So. Yeah, there, there's pros and cons. There's a right. couple times where, like, how do you say... I think I, the cons are pretty big. You know, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. other than the health reasons, but there's been a couple times where the studio where he's got guests and I'm the only smoker, so I'd fucking jet out. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm, yeah. and then, like, you know, everyone's... Rah, 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 when, yeah. we're, when we're off the air. Right. And right. then I come back in, it's like a million fucking ideas. Like, oh, what's everybody talking about? <laughs> so there's, there's pros and cons, but yeah. Do you smoke cigars? Yes. Yeah, on occasion. Yeah, a good cigar bar is amazing. Like, as far as just chilling, coming up with new ideas, I think, as well. If you can get, like, just, like, a very, a good cigar and, like, maybe a nice scotch or a port wine or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that's one of the best places as far as just coming up with new creative ideas and plans. Mm-hmm. Over, like, two hours, you kind of just, it's not quite a high, but it, it really does seem to open up different sections of your mind. Yeah, that's so. true. I, I love smoking cigars. Actually, last night I was smoking a Maker's Mark cigar. Yeah. And you I know, know what? I remember those. No, I, no I, Swisher Sweets, huh? Oh, no, 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 no Swisher Sweets. <laughs> no, but the Maker's Mark, it's, uh, you know, from the whiskey, right? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, I, you know, I just gave it a go about, uh, what, maybe like three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa, this is a novelty thing, right? So I picked it up, cost me 10 bucks, 1,000 yen or whatever. And actually, it's a pretty fine cigar. Oh, nice. Okay. It's actually pretty good. I was surprised. I was like, 
I, I mean, I wasn't going to give it two shits, whatever, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it was actually pretty decent. And I'm more of a Cohiba kind of guy. Right, right, of course. Remember yeah. when uh, your buddies from the Energy Inc. Legend? Yeah. Yeah, they came by, they gave us Cubans at the end of the show. They were like, oh, here's oh, some nice. Cuban cigars. Uh, yeah, wow. but the thing is, I, I don't think they realize that Cubans are legal here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of yeah. course they're legal here. Yeah, yeah I, did the, I made the same no, mistake. No, I mean, I know they are legal, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, they you can have, buy them anywhere yeah. or at any tobacconist, but I made the same mistake. It's a nice gesture, man, because yeah. then we went to the 90s bar and we just like puffed on those cigars, had some yeah. good craft beer, and it was a fucking all right after party. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But I made the same mistake when I went to Germany. When I went to Germany, I bought a box of, uh, not a box, but more like a small little mini box of cohibas and sure. shit. And I was at this like campfire, and so I was giving all these like cigars out to like all my friends there, right? And yeah. I'm like, dude, they're Cubans, they're Cubans. <laughs> they're like, so what? We have Cubans here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh man. <laughs> well, aren't they, aren't they, the they're, they're legal no. now in the states, aren't they? No, they're not. I uh, yeah. I thought they Ob- were. Well, uh, Obama. Obama lifted it. No, 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 yeah, Obama lifted it, but once Trump came in, he fucking just deleted all that shit. Ooh. So now they're all legal. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Legal. Ooh, I see. Awesome. Somebody better call the fun police. I know. <laughs> well, gents, do you think we should get on to the news? Yeah, we can do the news. I got no problem with that. Sounds interesting. Let's do it. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got bit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, got bit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. 
So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. Boom. All right, and we are back. Man, I gotta say, it is so awkward doing this show sober. I mean, I'm hungover, so there's still alcohol in my also body. Also standing. <laughs> standing, yes. Standing. In the park. In the park. With the mosquitoes and the rats and the cockroaches. Actually, we're not Camegro, so. so we keep it a real. We gotta represent, motherfuckers. Well, I'm gonna say there's not that many cockroaches or rats. <laughs> Compared to like some of the other places where we've uh, the big recorded. Ones standing right next to me. Oh, jeez. Don't call Tom that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. What? So. No, wait, you got a mosquito? Yeah, No, shit. no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm uh, just checking. I thought maybe, but... Dude, mosquitoes so, are terrible so, in Japan. All right, faders. Uh, we're a little bit pressed for time, but uh, as promised, we will read the news, and this is the weirdest, wildest, wackiest news from recent times. And also, actually, you know what? Uh, in light of uh, what happened on the last podcast, uh, our Swapcast, we should maybe put a disclaimer on that. There's not that much crime in Japan. Keep in mind, this is nationwide where we come That's through. what we said. yeah, yeah. So I'm just putting a disclaimer on it, just to be fair to Japan. It's not all bad. Oh, that's sweet. After Aww. 10 years of doing the podcast, we're actually doing this. Aww. You know, Get if this podcast fuzzy. was a sticker, there'd be a warning on it. No, 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 wait. If this podcast was a CD, there'd be a sticker on it. I'm fucking hungover. Punch me in the face. <laughs> Punch me well, in the face. Well, you know, f- fair, fair enough, man. Like a couple weeks ago, or a month ago, when I did this podcast with my friend Sean from Vancouver, we had to put a disclaimer on it because basically every story involved bodily fluids. Oh, God, that's yeah, Warning, up. extreme graphic content. Was, you listened to the episode, it was pretty powerful. Hardcore. I enjoyed it, man. You guys were fucking drunk as shit, dude. But yeah, I That's liked it. At the so end, you guys were so this. I love you, man. Were you guys like hugging each other at the end of the episode? No, but his, you guys six, were his six-year-old kid wanted to get in on the action. We're like, dude, you're a little bit young for this. Go back and play your video games. Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. But anyway, at any rate, uh, T-Bone, yes. typically the guest goes first. So uh, you ready? I am Good? ready, okay. OK? You can read it. Do you need a flashlight? Uh, I think I can. I'm good for now. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Go. This is in the news. Man arrested for spraying Japan's public broadcasting fee collector with fire extinguisher. Whoa, that's a good one. That's one way to end a heated conversation. 
This has been a pretty good year for the Protect the Nation from the NHK party. Following their impassioned campaign speeches, a re recent election win has snagged them the first ever seat in the national diet, through which they can continue to push their agenda of ending the heavy-handed fee collection tactics of Japan's public broadcaster, NHK. It has also thrust the party into the mainstream uh, media spotlight and even earned them a shorthand name in the press of Nkoku, which stands for N Country like NHK. This should come as good news for an unidentified 34-year-old Vietnamese man who was arrested on the 17th of August for assaulting an NHK collector with a fire extinguisher. The event took place on the 15th of August when the NHK representative knocked on the suspect's door. Details of the conversation have not been reported yet, but just to give you an idea of the NHK collector's unique tenacity, here's one knocking on a guy's door for three minutes straight. Ooh. For the uninitiated for this kind of visit, these collectors will demand that you sign their TV license agreements and flat out refuse to take any excuse not to. Regardless of whether you actually watch NHK, or even if you don't own a TV, they will not leave until you sign on the dotted line. Even those that manage to evade the collection sometimes end up with creepy presence. Japanese people have grown accustomed to this situation by mostly refusing to answer their own door. Guests to this nation, however, might not be so. The suspect allegedly did what he thought was right in the presence of an apparent extortionist and sprayed him in the face with a fire extinguisher. That's Whoa. hardcore, motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, I hate it when they come knocking on the door, man. When they come a-knocking, you go a-hiding. I like them apples. Yeah, um, it, this has happened to a few friends of mine, and, and, and there were people that did not own TVs. And uh, yeah, um, I've even heard that NHK will hire um, uh, companies to collect, like collection agencies to do that, and they are tend to be quite aggressive in their tactics. So yeah, I applaud this guy, whoever he is. Well, here's the thing, we should maybe take a, a bit of time to explain this. Sure. Um, like, uh, NHK is like supposed to be like the BBC or the PBS, or whatever you want to call it, it's supposed to be the government TV. Mm -hmm. But instead of like that, like the money to fund it coming directly out of your taxes, like they actually have to collect money. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, I actually recently found out the fucking reason for it because it used to be part of the government, but after World War II, like mm -hmm. it was because it was running all the propaganda. After World War II, America said, "Yeah, fuck that place." Mm, so it's no yeah. longer part of the government. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, it's so they've got government ties, and the government yeah. likes it and supports it. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's not actually technically part of the government. But since it's Japan, polite Japanese society, if somebody comes to you with an official bill, they're like, "Oh, an HK? Yeah, I know that. I'll, I'll pay it." So yeah. most, most Japanese people will, will comply without asking any questions. But for us foreigners, we're like, yeah, fuck off. And yeah. Someone shows up at your door and says, you have to pay for this service that you know that you neither want nor asked for. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. And most people don't have TVs anymore. But the no. thing is this, though, well, I mean... No, 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 because they've got us in technicality. Because you can like you can watch it on, on, your, on your computer or phone, for smartphone. Really? Yeah. Really? No, because I've tried that tactic before. Like, look, dude, I don't have a TV. Mm -hmm. The guy's like, do you have a laptop? Do you have a smartphone? It's like, well, yeah, duh. And he's like, well, you can watch NHK. But what if you just shut the door and he just knocks and then you just put on headphones? You know, I mean, he's going to go away eventually. Well, it, it depends. I've gotten lucky. Yeah. The, 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 the best one to, for, for me that I read an article about it that breaks it down is to say, Esumasen, Terebi, O Tabimasen. 
which means, excuse me, you I don't, don't eat TV. Yeah. You so don't I eat mean, a TV, huh? Yeah, so he, he's going to say, oh, this foreigner doesn't know what the fuck's going on, so he'll, uh, they'll just leave you alone. That's well, the what if you just say it's an Airbnb? You're like, oh, it's an Airbnb. Or you say you're moving next month. Like, oh, I'm moving next oh, month. I've looked Do in you want to buy my TV? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've looked him dead in the eye and said, no, go away. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. done that before. Especially, there's been a couple times where I'm just like hung over answers. Like, what the fuck do you want, motherfucker? And they're like, <laughs> he's intimidating. Yeah, he is. I could see him pulling that off. I mean, I know you're a really nice guy in real life, but I could see you pulling off that. Or uh, what, 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 what other tactics you get? Actually, to um, the collection agencies usually don't work for NHK. Yeah, so yeah. you can say, okay, you're NHK. I want, I want to see some ID because they actually do have... I know this because my wife works for NHK. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, sorry, go for it. Yeah, my wife works for NHK, so they do have ID badges like a lot of companies. You, mm-hmm. you can say, okay, you work for NHK. Like, I want to see your ID just to verify you're correct. And they'll go, ooh. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not paying you. Yeah. If you want, you can call the cops, and I'm not paying you until you verify you, you know, that you're an actual NHK employee. What about scammers? Are there scammers going around Japan acting like they're yeah. working for NHK? I w- it money? wouldn't surprise me at all. Probably. Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, that could be really scary if somebody comes up to like an elderly couple or an elderly person or something, and they're like, "Hey, listen, I work for NHK. Give me all your financial records." Yeah. Absolutely. Sign right here. You know. And actually, I mean, the sad thing is, the Japanese are really trusting, especially a lot of yeah. elderly couples. They probably be like, "Oh yeah, sure. Here you go." I'm just doing my duty. Yeah. You know. Here's my banking information and my credit card. Yeah. Oh, man, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah, so, well, I, I guess, Faders, when they come to your place, when they come a knock-in, do not do a spray-in. Well, there, there, there was one story I want to I tell, like, from my, my friend was in uh, Saitama, and, like, some some dude, like, knocked on the door, and he was just kind of like, I don't I forget what time it was, but the guy basically forced himself in, in and said, wait a minute, just got it right up in his face. Inside, that's breaking yeah, and entering. Yeah, yeah. yeah inside his place and got right up in his face and told him to pay, and he just got, kind of went. He was a really peaceful, like kind of hippie guy, so he kind of went, oh, okay, here, how much do you want? Da, 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 yeah. And paid him without, like, present. And, like, he wasn't, okay, T-Bone, he's maybe about your size. Yeah, you yeah, know, sure. he, was, he was kind of like maybe, like, a this little bit. This is an audio podcast. Yeah, a, l- a little bit taller mm-hmm. than average, but kind of skinny, kind of built like a swimmer. Like, you know, he was a peaceful kind of hippie guy, so he just, like, you know, he was like, eh, you know, I watch NHK, you know, to learn Japanese. Here you go. And just, like, yeah. paid him. Someone done that for me, I would have knocked him the fuck out. Yeah, I, I mean, mm. I figure he had nothing but bad intentions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, nobody comes to your door, yeah. gets you know, busts in there and gets in your face and has good intentions, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you so. answer the door naked? <laughs> Is I that don't possible? See why not? Because I mean, you are inside. If you answer the door and you're naked and stuff, they're not going to be like, uh, "We want your." Uh, never mind. I'm, I'm yeah, out of here. <laughs> or maybe, maybe you might get the wrong thing. You know, they might be like, "Oh, party time! I'm yeah. taking off my badge." <laughs> Oh, that's another thing one of my friends did. Like, uh, he's got, he's an engineer. He's got this, like, just for, like, nostalgic purposes, he's got, like, this three-foot-long giant wrench they used to use for the, on the railroads. Oh, man. And he doesn't, like, he doesn't need it for anything. He just thought it was kind of a cool tool to have is, like, you know, around the house. Not not for a weapon or anything, just that. So he, he'll answer the door just, like, with that. He's like, hey, can I help you? And the guy's yeah. like, I'm good. Bye. <laughs> I don't want to die today. Yeah. Right. <laughs> sorry, can, can, can you finish the story? Oh, sorry. Yeah, when, okay. it, it gets better, though. Okay. Yeah, there's, more, there's more fun. A demonstration of how that might have went. Just imagine the NHK collectors, a flaming pot of ruined food. The NHK collector immediately called the police and pressed charges against the Vietnamese man who was in Japan training as a technical intern. The suspect reportedly told police, I didn't understand what the other person was saying. The investigation is still ongoing, but Japanese netizens are coming out of uh, in full support of the suspect, and that's kind of rare. 
Well done. This guy is totally, sorry, uh, totally in the right. He was being forced to sign a contract that he couldn't fully understand. Another quote said, a little excessive, but I can sympathize with him. Another one, crush NHK. Another one, of course, anyone not familiar with NHK would view those collectors as uh, suspicious. Someone comes to your door and demands money. What else are you going to do? This wouldn't even be a problem if they just scrambled the channel already. And then uh, last one says, Tachibana, help this man. The last comment is calling upon the leader of Enkoku, Takashi Tachibama, who is now serving in the House of um, Counselors. Given Tachibana's flair for the dramatic, it would be hard to imagine he doesn't get all over this case in a very public fashion. It's early, though, and it's hard to tell where this incident will lead. Nevertheless, it is still just one more instance that shows that the unusual funding system needs a major reform, or the next misunderstanding might end up much worse than a face full of foam. Ooh, nice, dude. Good job. Yeah, very well read. Also, that is a very good uh, article that is very well written. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Enjoyed well, it. That's yeah. unusual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously. I mean, no, this is, no, that was obviously written in a native speaker. He says yeah, that's yeah, unusual because yeah. a lot of the articles we read are just, they've like, uh, got really okay. up translations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, the words yeah. are backwards and shit. Yeah, sorry. Okay, here we go. Next story. All right. Before I read this story, do you sleep well? Terribly. Terribly? Me yes. too. I, I, I have a horrible time sleeping yes. unless I'm drinking. If I'm drinking, I can sleep like a baby, but I get insomnia almost like every single day. Yeah. It sucks. Okay, Same. dude, I sleep like a fucking baby as of, oh, like, as, so of, as of like a couple of months ago. Yeah. You know why? I finally took my friend's advice. I spent like over, I spent a shitload of money. I spent over like 200,000 yen. $2,000? Yeah. On a really, really fucking nice bed, just for me, because yeah. me, me, me and my wife like sleep in separate rooms. Right. And like I got a fucking awesome bed. And it is fucking fantastic. I, I can't recommend you do this enough. Yeah, yeah. Because like, because dude, like, you'll you'll fall asleep. You won't wake up with back problems or anything fucked up. You'll yeah. you'll wake up on time. Most of the time, I'm up before the alarm goes off. Oh, wonderful. And okay. I sleep I sleep less because the sleep is so restful, and I've got more energy. Great. Like, wow. Dude, seriously, like, fucking, I can't stress enough. Like, if you want to spend money on something, spend money on a fucking nice bed. Two thousand dollars. That costs more than my first car. Yeah. But did you, actually, actually for my, for more than my first two cars, now that I think about it. But did you sleep in your cars? Wait a minute, uh, I probably... I, 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 probably I did. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely have, yeah. did. Not on a daily basis or anything, though. But also, I, I did my homework, because I went to three different shops. I went to, like, Ikea and Nitori and the Japanese ones, a couple of Japanese Yeah, ones. I was going to ask, where? literally laid on every bed. Ah, uh, nice, okay. And I was Fair like, enough. you know, I, I made up my mind. Actually, the first the first one I tried out, yeah. I walked into the store, I said, what's your best bed? And they said, that one. Oh. And I was like, this is nice, but I, I'll have to shop around. Yeah, yeah. That I was, was I was back in there a couple of days later, I was like, I want that. Mm, wasn't that kind of part of the Goldilocks story? The Goldilocks. <laughs> you went to three beds and you found one that was like the first one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this one's just right. Oh, man. Okay, well, here we go. Udong for sleeping takes inspiration from one of Japan's favorite noodle types. Mm. Kyoto-based Golden Field knows a thing or two about sleep. The company manages the Goku no Kimochi massage parlor chain. Uh-oh, <laughs> this could get bad. This could get naughty. Here we go. It does sound uh, restful. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, that's <laughs> it. Tom, so what are you doing before you hit this $2,000 bed? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I damn well please. I'm at the massage parlor eating some udon. 
Oh man. Okay, so okay, here we go. The Goku no Kimochi Massage Parlor Chain, which specializes in head massages mm. that are not what so kind, successful. Which head? Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Which head? Well, I don't know, maybe both. Uh, that are not so successful at helping customers drift into a sweet slumbering bliss that there's currently a three-month waiting list for reservations. Okay, oh so that's pretty good. It's gotta yeah. be the it's head below hardcore, the pants, right? Yeah. It's gotta be. Three it's gotta months. be the cat's meow. I know, three months. I mean, dude, all right, when I get a haircut, it takes me about a week to make a reservation. When I make a dentist appointment, it takes me about a week to make a reservation. Yeah. When I want to get a massage, yeah. I just ask my wife. It takes me like, well, she never does it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, seriously, what are you, have you ever waited three months for anything? Other than a massage, getting your head massaged? I have a lot of migraines. And, no, uh, three months. No, not no, at all. I don't actually. know. Video um, game release I wanted to play. I don't know. The next upcoming movie. But to actually make a reservation for something? No, not really. I want my shit now. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so here we go. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, for its latest project, Goldenfield decided to rethink bedding, setting out to create a covering that would promote better sleeping than a standard blanket or down comforter. The design team ran into a wall, though, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until a change meal out gave them the insertion they needed. Interesting. Well, out gave them. Yes, yes, yes. It is yes. interesting. Read right. between the lines, Tom. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, start with it. Well, it's hard to read. Can I get that light? Yeah, it's tough oh, without the... Well, oh, no, actually, no you, you're, you're, you're actually in my light now. Sorry. Um, let's see. While staring at a plate of udang noodles, the designers realized that this was the breakthrough they'd been searching for. Whereas a solid rectangle blanket locks you into one configuration and heat distribution, a grid of blanket noodles allows for instant customization. What the fuck? The udang for sleeping blanket is meant to be paired with a mesh top covering. Bunching up the noodles, quote unquote, gives you more warmth while sticking your limbs between the thighs. Ah, no, no, no. The strands you can cool down as well as give you support for your arms, legs, and emotional comforting hugging pillow to squeeze you as you snooze. The result, Goldenfield says, is that udang for sleeping lets lets you warm your body, creating the optional condition in which to fall asleep, but also to keep your core temperature cool enough. Actually, this sounds pretty good. Is that actual noodles? I I don't know whether I'm supposed supposed to be be relaxed by hearing this or aroused. I don't know. Mesh tops. Those already went out in the 90s. Okay. Oh, Oh, yeah, that in spandex. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. But that, neon that is, is back. Like neon fucking, is what back. Is it, like the techno flare colors. <laughs> the initial batch of pre-order mo- models sold out almost immediately, but the official sale start date is coming up in August 2nd. Oh, oh this is a little old. Uh, Udong for sleeping is priced at, oh my God, uh, 16,800 yen, which is about $156. And you can order through the Golden Fields website here. So basically what? It's like a blanket that looks like udang or it feels like udang or okay, that, that's the description would you like to see a picture and describe it to the audience because i got it oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I I need some. Okay, here we go t-bone what's it look like so here's um, the first picture ah okay yeah. is, is that an accurate i know it's not you ever see the movie Twenty Thousand leagues beneath the sea <laughs> yes yeah, yeah that's like it looks like a very peaceful sleeping person being dragged into the depths of um <laughs> <Hell>. yeah yeah <coughs> it looks, yeah <laughs> 
Uh, actually, it looks like those pool foam noodle things that they yeah, use to you separate got a bunch lanes. Of them. Yeah, a bunch of them, and you're covered with a mesh top, and you kind of intertwine there. I can see how that's kind of like it feels like secure. You know, I guess maybe like and, I don't, yeah. and for kids, if you want to wean them off like stuffed animals, they can maybe grab one. That's like the that's stuffed a, animal yeah, to hold for so. comfort. Do you think in all your dreams yes, you're going to be falling? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're falling in between no, no, something, no, no, you know? No, 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 or sinking? No, 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 you'd be swimming. Yeah. Swimming, or you have dreams of like falling in, like, or sinking in quicksand or something. Okay, so here, here's like, here's the next picture. Here's here's a plate of udon noodles, which we all live here. We know what these look like. And here's, yeah, more. Can wonder, you post yeah. these on the Facebook page? This yeah. Cool. Okay, that'd be great. Yeah, why don't, why don't, actually, why don't I just post this for episode preview? Yeah, yeah, I think that would work. Yeah, I think that would. I wonder yeah. if you'd have more dreams of being eaten. <laughs> eaten or swallowed. <laughs> or, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in the womb or some shit. Perhaps, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I have to take it for a test run to understand. But yeah. Speaking Only of a test run, I think we got to get one of those massages. If they got a <laughs> three month <laughs> waiting list, I mean. Are that good? Yeah, we should sign them now. Just, just to experiment, you know, just to test, yeah, you know. Yeah. We are professionals. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. For okay, research Tom. purposes only, right? Yes. I mean, strictly, yeah, journalism. Yes. Strictly professional. Have you ever had a head massage, above the belt head massage? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Boy, How, what, wait, I was mean, that when you had oh. hair? Yeah. Oh, wow. How was oh, that? Oh, actually, like, uh, when I was, I think, my first or second, first year of uh, university, I went to a medieval fair where I was getting fucked up and I drank way too much. And like, you know, everybody's like happy and drunk. We're talking to people and something and like I was up in a bale of hay with a bunch of other people getting drunk. And like some girls like, yeah, I can give her really good massages, blah, blah, blah. So like, how do you say? She's a bit of a heftier girl and she had big boobies. So she's just like, I put my he- head down like in between her boobies and she just gave me a nice massage. And it was awesome. It was so relaxing, but I was really fucked up. So about a couple minutes into the massage, I'm like, this feels really awesome and I'm really relaxed, but hold on one second. And then I fucking had to lurch over and just puke off the bale of hay. Oh, yeah. Massage was that good, though. I, I, I was in a different state of mind. It was very relaxed. T-Bone, though. have you ever had a head massage? I, I feel like this is like the beginning of Pulp Fiction, right? <laughs> <laughs> Quarter Royale. No, um, no, no, but they're talking about feet massages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the foot. I don't oh, have a... Oh, okay. That was after the fucking Mick Royale, Quarter Royale. Oh, go, go, go. Royale with cheese. Yeah. Royale with cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but nothing nearly as good a story as, uh, as my other Tom here. Um, yeah, I just... Um, what is it? You go to the Seikotsuin uh, here when I have yeah, back problems and neck problems. Yeah. And um, they usually do give you a massage behind uh, behind the ears as well. And yeah, it knocks you right out though. It's great. So um, those are really helpful in relaxing you. And uh, yeah, uh, all that tension comes from from that. I don't know from that area. And it kind of carries out to the rest of your body. Holy so shit. the idea of it is I don't know release it there and and you'll have the rest of your body will relax more too oh my god i'd say i'm I'm more of a shoulder kind of guy yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh tommy next story yeah oh yeah Uh, i've had massages like all over the body yeah i know we already covered that Um, no because one one of my exes was a professional masseuse oh nice yeah Uh yeah yeah yeah, i got all of them (laughs) it's nice but uh, anyway we're gonna go out in a dark note because that's just how we fucking roll that's how we roll Four injured as a man with knife escapes from hospital in western Japan. Wow. Oh, shit, was it a mental hospital? It's gotta be. You think so? Oh, what, what do you think? You think, you think, well, you think a, it's gonna be a d- dentist? As <laughs> a dentist, totally a dentist. <laughs> Johnny's thinking mental hospital. Uh, what do you think, T-Bone? Tom, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I guess 
I can't think of anything funny, so yeah, I'll go with mental hospital. <laughs> well, let's find out. Didn't like the food. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They never food have good sucks. <laughs> a male patient attacked nurses with a knife at a hospital in Ihime Prefecture, Western Japan, on Friday, police said. Three male nurses and a police officer were wounded in an incident but remained conscious, the police said. The 45-year-old man who had been admitted to the hospital was arrested for alleged assault and another charge. According to its website, uh, Mitsukaze Hospital in Shikokuchuo has nearly 250 beds with some 200 of them being dedicated for psychiatric patients as of May. Called it! The man stabbed one of the nurses in the stomach around 5.50 p.m. inside Jeez. the hospital before breaking through a window and escaping, the police said. He then slashed the other nurses who were chasing after him. You know, Wow, I, that's some tough... Those are some hardcore nurses. I was going to say, like, yeah. that was my fucking point. Like, that is fucking dedication. Most people would be like, you know what? I don't get paid enough for this yeah. shit. Let yeah, me just call the police. Wage. Yeah. No, but they, they were like, oh, crazy man with a knife just stabbed one of my buddies. Let's go chase him down. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, if you are going to get stabbed in a hospital, it's a pretty good place, right? Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. I, I agree Fair with enough. you. Like, yeah. I wonder where he got the knife. Mm, no idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're yeah, in a, actually, a mental that's, hospital. That's a really good question. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't you want to keep shop objects away from them? Right. Wait, yeah. was that the whole story? Yeah, that was that it. That was it. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it, it's it's a good story, but there's not a ton of details. As I would love to know more. I know, because he's arrested for stabbing the nurse and one other thing. What was the other thing? Not paying yeah, no, his taxes? No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Jaywalking. No, he was stabbed <laughs> for uh, assault earlier and one other charge. It was like, yeah, I would really like to know, like, what? What happened before this? What exactly kicked this off? Oh, that's insane. Yeah. NHK he... actually didn't pay his bill. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. Go crazy! He, he didn't have a fire extinguisher, so a knife was the next best yeah. thing, right? He, he was in his place, he was cooking, he was all fucking peaceful, he was cooking udon noodles, actually. Yeah, yeah right. Knife. Tie it all together. Wow, nice. Uh, it's got to be a shank, though. It's probably a toothbrush. Yeah. yeah. So. Maybe he's watching Oz or some show on, like, HBO or something on his phone. He's oh, like, yeah, they've been to arts ah. and crafts, and he was just like... Yeah, made himself a homemade shiv. Oh, Melted man. down gum wrappers or yeah, some, some yeah, shit like that. Is that what they do now? That was one, I forget which movie I saw, but I think it was Death Warrant with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, I, think, oh, I, think, I think you can also uh, make shivs out, make shiv shivs out of, uh, what is it? Toothbrushes. Yeah. Uh, toothbrushes, yes. Uh, compressed cardboard. Ah, yeah, I heard about that one yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about that one. That's insane. You know, these criminals, if they use their minds for actually, like, good stuff, yeah. they'd be super rich, you yeah, know? Yeah, I know, right? I mean, that's pretty creative, man. Cardboard, like, yeah. like gummy bear wrappers well, and shit. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking insane. Well, I heard, like, I read I read an article written by, like, a maximum security prison guard, and he's like, look, a lot of these guys aren't that bright, but they literally have 24-7 to think of ways to fuck that's with true. you and get around your security, so no matter how good you think your security is, shit will go wrong real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And somebody will get blamed for it, so yeah. Especially <laughs> a mental institution, man. It's the fucking Joker. He's yeah, the X yeah. Factor. Oh, God. He's gonna think way outside the box. He's gonna think outside the galaxy. <laughs> uh, speaking of Joker, that new movie looks really good. I don't know, man. Like, I'm on the fence. You're on the fence? Yeah. Does the Joker doesn't need an origin because he's the fucking goddamn Joker. Best portrayal of the Joker. Heath goddamn fucking Ledger. He doesn't have an origin because he doesn't fucking need one. But this movie is not... But there's no Batman in this movie. This movie's all Joker. Yeah. So it is his origin and stuff. And I I agree, the best origin was probably from the killing joke. Hmm... 
you guys read the killing yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 I did actually. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I was just gonna say that they were already saying that this could be another Oscar contender. So Is that's it? two Jokers in a row. That I, w- I was really like at first I was like eh, but like then the previews started kind of looking. I don't know, man. They look it's great. Be, yeah, they look really know, good. I, I don't know. I'm on the fence. You're on the fence. All right. We'll, we'll see what we see. Although okay. actually, I finally watched Aquaman for the first time today. That was very good. You liked Aquaman? Yeah, well, I thought it was amazing. It was imp- it was impressive. I was like, shit, I should have saw this in the theater. I, you know, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those shut off your brain and you'll enjoy it kind of movies. Yeah. I think, it's but not it was the, fun. It's not the deepest story, yeah. I grant you. But it's actually, Aquaman. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's summer blaster pipe. Pop, you know how to say popcorn, eye candy. Yeah. But mm, it's like exactly. you know, very very simple. The hero story. It's like, but. Maybe I'm biased because it's like, oh my god, DC didn't fuck something up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it had an octopus that played drums. So yeah, I that, mean, that, that was that like, was dope. Yeah, yeah you said like, that too. I thought I that it was like that's fucking boss, man. Yeah. All right, you lost me, dude. You dropped the ball. An no. octopus playing drums? No. Why? Because why the fuck not? No, it's just octopus, and it's got like you know, I don't know what the fuck they are, but like. Did you bone, walk into a tentino bar bones, or something? Bones or something. There's just like a billion drums around him, just yeah. fucking banging away. I was like, that's boss. All right, all right. I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll try anything once. Oh man. Well, I guess that's it for the news. Tom, thank you so much for being on the show, man. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank He's you for having me. He's T-bone, man. we got to differentiate yes. so the audience doesn't get Okay, Tom with a T. Yes. There you go. <laughs> awesome, man. Is there anything you want to plug? Do you have any gigs coming up or anything like that? Um, I uh, There's going to be a tribute, I think, on the 21st of September at Topper's Bar. The, uh, the owner who actually has been a real mainstay for the Chiba live music scene, uh, Chizusu, uh, had passed away last year. This will be oh. the one-year memorial concert for that. So if you can make your way down to uh, Chiba Chuo Station, the bar, uh, Topper's Bar, you can look it up on Facebook. Uh, there's going to be a number of bands playing, and it's going to be uh, a fun but also moving tribute to, to her. So, so anybody, so, yeah. Wait, she passed a y- away a year ago, and yes. there's like one year later for an an- anniversary is going to be a tribute? Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, concert, I, 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 mean, yeah. I, I don't know her. I've never, I've never yeah. met met this person. and know yes. nothing of her. But like that speaks volumes. Like yeah. a year later, people still give a shit. Yeah, no, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah I'm, agree. Just, I'm just like I agree with you. But You're like, right. yeah. Yeah, she um, she put together a lot of shows. There's a lot of bands in Tokyo that kind of uh, Tokyo and Chiba that really owe her uh, thanks for letting them play, letting them practice, making the bar available for like uh, music events and creative events in general. That's awesome, man. Yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. Well, Faders, this is uh, day one oh. of being sober. Oh, you got something else? Sorry, can I just uh, plug? Um, sure. Yeah, support, go, um, go nuts, man. Uh, Don't go nuts. I'm getting eaten alive with these sorry, mosquitoes. Last <laughs> I promise. Um, if uh, the band uh, Molise are still touring Buffalo, um, and they're just in general, Massachusetts, New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, if you have a chance, check them out. Uh, see them live if you're in the States. If not, go to themolise.com and check out their music. Um, uh, and you won't regret it. You'll really enjoy it. They're a great band. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. And as I said, this is day one of being sober. Although, I, I, is it really day one? Because I mean, I'm, a, I'm super hungover. Feels like day ten, doesn't <laughs> no, it? Oh god. Uh, you know, I, I wonder what's gonna happen in about like three or four days and shit. Am I gonna fucking get like depressed or something? Am, am I gonna start crying when I'm watching like some kind of a sad like commercial not on NHK? No, oh. geez, for, for, for me, I, I I can't fucking sleep. Or you I can't go sleep. In, well, I've, I've already got weird, insomnia. Uh, no, Jeez. but I go in this weird meditative sleep where I sleep and yeah, I don't sleep. Oh, uh, now I'm scared. Like, everybody's different, but right, like, give me a beer. Dude, give dude, me a beer, dude. Like seriously, no, no, I'll, 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 no, I'll give, I'll give you a beer. Just have one and wean yourself off it. Trust me, it's better that way. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's, it's sober September. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to pressure you, dude. But 
It's a little bit of pressure. <laughs> you're gonna want to wean yourself off this if you want to go sober for yeah, That's going the way I do it. I turkey. feel a lot better. I'm doing it like a man. All right, man, like a motherfucking man, man. <laughs> that's right. Um, uh, everybody that's uh, signed up for the Patreon and support us on Patreon, thank you very much. We do have a Patreon where we have tons of content on there, and every week we're adding more and more content. Tom, Tom, I need more photos, more photos of those dirty, dirty, dirty girls. And not um, in the budget, buddy. Not in the budget. All right, well, we'll, we'll hook you up with them. I could give money to strippers or give money to my wife and child. Hmm. You don't have a child yet, Tom. There's no excuse. Not yet. My unborn child. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> anyway, we got tons of stuff on the Patreon Father page. Of the year here. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and for all the people that have signed up for the Patreon, thank you very much. Please continue to do so. We've got lots of more content. I'm sure Tom's going to go to a strip train sooner or later. And, uh, yes. And also... Yeah, well, you never know. I might wander out and go on a bender for no fucking apparent reason. Oh, I know what reason. But, um, yes. And also, if you're not signed up for the Patreon page, that's totally cool. That's totally cool. We totally got it. But uh, definitely give us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps out the show. And, um, yeah, on that note, dudes... Don't forget to check out the Facebook page. Give us a like. Give us a shout. Facebook gonna, if, page, if, Instagram, if we got in it Japan, all. Mail us. Yeah. We fucking love that shit. We've had awesome people just say, hey, man, I'm in Japan. Can we hang out? Of course we fucking can. Yeah, totally, man. That's always a good time. All right, faders, thank you very much. And Tom, T-Bone, Tom with a T, thank you very much for being on the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right, on that note, peace. Bye-bye. My own brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. Only wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! Are you sure I should do We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.